Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast at the end of a week where the medias in Spain are playing the blame apportionment game as discussion heats up in the search of who to blame for the predicament that Real Madrid find themselves in at present. And for some, and that includes Lopetegui, it's simply too early to call this situation a full-blown crisis. Whilst for others, that is exactly what they see. The reality is, though, of course, they aren't out of any competition yet. And they're only two points off the top team in La Liga. And remember as well, Barcelona haven't won either in their last four La Liga games. And their next two after this international break, Sevilla, who are currently on top of La Liga, and Real Madrid on October the 28th. And this has led to plenty of speculation on Monday that Lopetegui will be given until the end of October to turn the season around. And if October ends with defeat to Barcelona, then he will be on his way. Uh, as for who is available to come in and take over, should he go? Well, the outstanding candidate, and there are very few, it has to be said at the moment, Antonio Conte, the former Juventus Italy and Chelsea coach, would be the clear favourite. And with everything that is occurring on the pitch, the week has begun, predictably so, with a long list of names that are being linked with Real Madrid. With Perez, it says, going to market in January, determined to buy and buy big. A world record bid is being planned for Harry Kane. Eden Hazard, who's had such a great start to the season with Chelsea, is back on top of the list as well. But the simple reality is that none of these or any other significant names will be arriving in January. As the selling clubs are likely still to be competing in Europe, or domestically at least, and simply will not deal until the season's end, which leaves Madrid where they are now, having to utilise the squad that they already have. Now, Sergio Ramos is one of a number of players who's questioned Lopetegui's changing direction of football style and his overall philosophy. There is a growing feeling amongst the senior players that his possession-based short-passing style might be suited to Barcelona, but it is not the Madrid way. As Ramos put it, we aren't Barcelona. Well, this begs the question as well. Uh, clashes of football ideologies never end with a happy resolution. So who will likely give way first? Now, Jorge Valdano has poked his head above the parapet to give his views on the current situation. The most serious problem, he said, at the moment is a lack of confidence amongst the players and they simply will not take risks. Do we miss Ronaldo? Well, the truth is we have lost the greatest goalscorer in our history. His talent was very special. I think, though, he said that Lopetegui has what it takes to turn things around. Continuity at times like this is very important indeed. A change of tack. France football today has been unveiling the nominees for the Ballon d'Or and early names do include a selection from Real Madrid. Gareth Bale and Karim Benzema have been named. Expect Modric to be joining the list later on today. On to that Alaves game. At the end of the match, the clock moved to six hours and 49 minutes without Real Madrid scoring a goal. And if there were any doubts the club were entering a period of crisis, then this was the confirmation that nobody really wanted. 
Lopetegui is the third coach to go four games without a goal. Uh, Boscov the first, Amancio the second. He equals Lopez Caro's run from uh, 2005-06. And if he's not careful, he will bypass the worst ever drought from 84-85, where Luis Molovny went 496 minutes without a goal. Ramos was considered very, very lucky in that game not to have been sent off. Overall possession, as well as it was against CSKA Moscow, was dominated by Real Madrid, 69.7% of it. But only half as many chances were created as they had created in Moscow. 13, but just short of 50%, were on target, which was a big improvement on the midweek performance in Champions League. Vinicius was given a bit more game time than he had against Atletica. Ten minutes at the end on for Bale, who went off, they said at the time, injured. But he will join up with the Wales team. He won't play against Spain, but he will be fit and available again by the end of the week. Media review on the players' performance. Audrey Zola was the only positive. And what Madrid are missing most this season, apart from the obvious and Ronaldo, is last season's Modric. It was summed up in the media Sunday. They said, this Modric isn't Modric. What about Lopetegui's view? We were disappointed. Naturally, we wanted to win the game. On the mini-injury crisis, we have had many misfortunes, he said. Today, we've had two more injuries. We have to get the players back to fitness. We must return to winning games as quickly as possible. On his team, as a coach, you always expect the best, and I'm sure the players are trying to give their best. It is possible the last few games have weighed on them mentally, but they have been working like beasts, he said, for the last three months. We must keep perspective. It's October and we are three points off the top of the table. Ramos came out and was in quite a bullion mood as the press questioned him on Lopetegui and his future. Now he said it would be crazy to get rid of him. But sometimes it's a good thing when a coach goes, sometimes it is not. It is not a decision that is in the hands of the players. And he had a message as well for the fans. Some fans, he said, think we simply don't care. But it could not be further from the truth. We want to bring joy and happiness whenever we can. Oran added, we will turn this around. We are delighted with Lopetegui at the moment. We are working very hard together and we are going to be positive. Now, whilst all that was going on as well, it was also reported that Karim Benzema has revealed that he has a new agent, Oscar Ribo, at uh, the best of you, it's called the agency, who also represents Casemiro and Odrizola. Not known if he has been given the task of hunting for a new club for Benzema. Behind the scenes, Perez is said to be at the end of his patience with a clutch of big names. Benzema, to begin with. And that's been running for, what, 12 months and more now. The problem is that Perez will not drop the asking price and there are no takers. Uh, it's between 60 to 70 million. Gareth Bale, who is deemed is simply not able to deliver on the scale that is needed. And after all the fuss surrounding Luka Modric and the attempts by Inter to sign him, Real, of course, won that battle, but have been left with a player who bears little or no resemblance to the one of last season. And at 33, maybe the time for him to go is fast approaching. 
interest is beginning to resurface in a player who is having his own struggles this season. That's Mo Salah. Whereas Zidane was said to be nonplussed about signing him, Lopetegui is very much in favour. Now, Kilo Navas may be in his final days with Real Madrid as well as he had said, would rather leave to go to a lesser club to play regular football than stay in this rotation system. And with that in mind, on the agenda could be a return to Levante, who sold him to Madrid in 2014, though quite how they would finance it uh, needs to be assessed. Also making news this weekend across Europe as well was the subject of Zinedine Zidane, his agent was talking about the potential of him succeeding Jose Mourinho at Manchester United. His quote was simply, I've talked to him, he's not going to England, it simply isn't his style. Now there's been some good news for the Brazilian Vinicius. He can expect more playing time and to play a bigger part in the first team squad. It's not what Lopetegui had wanted All of the talk, of course, had been about nurturing the talent within as opposed to exposing him to the rigours of La Liga at the age of just 18. But with recent results and more importantly, pressure coming from upstairs, Lopetegui has had to back down and agree to involve the Brazilian more often on the pitch. Well, again, over the course of the last five days, there's been talk about who is to blame for this current situation. And again, going into the weekend, look higher up the chain was the view. Uh, The decision not to find an adequate replacement for a player who scored 451 goals in nine seasons and to continue with what is called an obsessive dream of signing Neymar. That is the reason. Uh, Ames Rodriguez's growing frustration at the lack of game time came to a head when he had a mini meltdown in the dressing room as Bayern Munich find the going as tough as Real Madrid with their new coach, Niko Kovac. Uh, Rodriguez has made it plain that he isn't going to sign for Bayern Munich and he will return at the end of the season. Lopetegui, remember, did try to get him back in the summer. There are rumours beginning to circulate that time could be called and he could be asked to return to Real Madrid in January. A move which would have to be agreed, though, by Bayern Munich. Uh, Back on that striker search as we got to Friday of last week, Harry Kane of Tottenham was again the main topic for discussion after impressing in the defeat to Barcelona at Wembley Stadium. Real Madrid, it said, were feeling emboldened. A 200 million offer is rumoured and spurs, they say, already have an immediate replacement in mind with Mauro Icardi. Whether, though, he would go to a team unlikely to be challenging for any major trophy and who look like they're going to have a real fight on their hands to make Champions League next season, well, that may indeed colour any views Icardi has of a potential move to Tottenham. Well, that Champions League defeat seems like an awful long time ago now, but it was always going to be interesting to see what angle the press would view Madrid's defeat by CSKA. Uh, Last time, remember, Madrid had failed to score in three games. Up to that point was under Capello 11 years ago at uh, a time when Real Madrid entered the month with a draw against Atletico. They would be fifth 
by October 25th, their fifth at the moment, remember. Uh, but they would go on to beat Barcelona 2-0 in October. And as they entered May, they were third. By June, they'd won the title. So it just goes to show at this stage of the season, issues can be overcome. That said, it was also noted that Real Madrid had never gone three games without scoring a goal when Ronaldo was in the squad. Again, it was also noted Benzema's contribution in recent games has simply not been good enough. He didn't have a shot on target against Atletico and he did not have a shot on target against Sevilla and he also didn't have a shot on target against CSKA either. After that defeat, Nacho was the first one into the mix zone. He was asked about Ronaldo. What can he do? He said he wanted to leave. Lopetegui's after-match view was, listen, two weeks ago against Roma, we were invincible. Now we are absolutely the opposite. We must continue what we're doing, which is to generate chances. Uh, They did, by the way, as we said earlier, there were 26 of them, but only four on target. On Benzema again, he said he has played every game. We have full confidence in him. He is just going through a streak at the moment. He started the season brilliantly and he will score again. Remember, it's not just Karim's fault. Luka Modric was surprisingly candid afterwards. He said the atmosphere in the dressing room hasn't been good, but we have to try and resolve this. It's worrisome. On his starting on the bench, he said it was planned. The coach told me he wanted to give me rest. Staying with Modric, Inter instead of planning to return in January to try and lure Modric to Serie A. And it's not the only big name that they're looking to acquire either. Diego Simeone is on the hit list and they would love to see him in Milan next season. Keelan Avas, as we know, started in goal. Uh, He was asked how he felt about this rotation system. Justified or not, he said, I'm happy when I play. I am very unhappy when I don't. Uh, Back to this striker hunt and Perez List does have five strikers on ready to replace Benzema and it's growing daily. Uh, It can be split into two distinct groups, the non-Galacticos uh, there, Timo Werner, the 22-year-old German international RB Leipzig, 22 goals in his first season back in 2016-17, only 13 last, and it's been a very slow start to this season as well, with just two there. And Piatek of Genoa, who has acclimatized to life in Serie A, as if he's been playing there all his life. He arrived, remember, from Poland this season. As for the Galacticos. Icardi, 29-goal top scorer for Inter last season, 101 goals and 164 appearances in the world's most difficult league for strikers to flourish. And of course, Harry Kane, 113 goals and 157 Premier League games means he comes with the highest premium, 200 million plus, some 90 million more than Icardi. Whether that represents good value or not is questionable. And more news that was guaranteed to fluster Perez in the middle of last week. Manchester City will be major players, not only in a deal for Mbappe, that's already been mentioned, but for Neymar as well, as Guardiola has already given the go-ahead for the club to try and make major acquisitions for next season. Uh, Some news coming out of Brazil, and it's not something that's going to be greeted with glee either. Rodrigo, the 17-year-old Santos forward, signed for over 40 million, but staying with Santos 
until next summer. It appears he's let the move go to his head a bit. His off-field activities have been affecting his performances on it. In the 21 games he's played since he signed for Real Madrid back in the summer or just before the summer, he's managed to score one goal. It's a worrying situation, this, for Real Madrid. Remember, they've shelled out close to £100 for two unproven Brazilian players in Vinicius and Rodrigo as Perez continues his global quest to unearth the next Leo Messi. And that just about wraps it up then for this week. Remember, we are into an international break, so we will be back on the 22nd of October. In the meantime, do get in touch on Facebook or Twitter if you want to share your views and opinions on what is going on at the moment. You can get in touch on Twitter at Podcast Madrid or at Tim Cable. Till next time then, wherever you're watching your football over the course of the next few weeks, have a great time. Bye-bye for now.